during this pandemic, we're also having an epidemic, and that's narcissism. We seem to be living in the age of entitlement. When you go to the grocery store, the shelves are emptying out. People are hoarding. And there's this fear and sense of panic. And so the people are in this survival mode. And during this time, there's this very self-centeredness that's happening in society which is really narcissistic. It's all about me and helping myself rather than helping others. Um, There were studies done and there was data collected from 37,000 college students that narcissistic personality traits rose just as fast as obesity from the 1980s to the present, with the shift especially pronounced with women. The rise of narcissism is accelerating, just like this virus. Scores rising faster in 2000 than in previous decades. What does that mean? I mean, we all have a little bit of narcissism in us. You know, we, in, in order to be mentally healthy, you have to have a little bit of narcissism you know, to be strong and to look out for yourself. But I think it's important to learn more about narcissism and what it is and how to deal with narcissists and even to protect yourself around a narcissist and even to make sure that you're not becoming one yourself. We've entered the selfie-free zone in this state of self-quarantine against the virus. But... We also need to learn how to quarantine ourselves against the narcissist, who can be even more dangerous than the virus itself. What is the narcissism epidemic in this pandemic? Some people say it's just high self-esteem, or that perhaps beneath it that all narcissists are just really insecure and they're overcompensating. I think it's a little bit more complicated than that. You know, some say that narcissists just think that they're awesome and that everyone is just beneath them. I think it's a little bit more complicated than that too. I think narcissists are really, really destructive people. And you have to really be careful because they will wreak havoc in your mind, in your bank account with your children they they're like the Tasmanian devil in society they're also the Tasmanian devil in the workplace especially if they're your boss if you're reporting to a narcissistic boss and they control your paycheck and they control your responsibilities and your job that can be extremely challenging because narcissists, the number one trait to look for in any person is lack of empathy. Narcissists don't care about you, your loved one, your family. They don't care about anyone but themselves. And that's one trait to look for. 
So if you're working for or reporting to a narcissistic boss and they're telling you to work you know, late or long hours or work weekends and you're like, but I'm exhausted. I don't, you know, I've put in, you know, 80 hours this week. The narcissistic boss doesn't care. And so you really have to learn to protect yourself because they will drive you literally into the ground and into your own grave if you're not careful. And they'll do it with a smile on their face because again, they don't care. A recent psychiatric study found that the biggest consequences of narcissism, especially when other psychiatric systems were held constant, was suffering by people close to them. Think about that, the word suffering, and what that feels like. Is it mental? Is it physical? Is it both? Does it manifest in the mind first and then eventually it it reaches the body in symptoms. Narcissists lack empathy. They usually don't work hard themselves. They will pass off the work onto you, so you end up being like, you know, their worker or you're you're their assistant. You know, they think that they're smarter, so therefore you have to do the work for them. But you got to flip it. You know, you don't work for them necessarily, especially when it's friends. You know, pay attention to the people that you're surrounding yourself with. The narcissist wants you to suck up to them, put them on a pedestal, and, you know, they usually look down on you and they treat you. There's always this undertone of very subtle, subtle abuse and very subtle cut downs and very subtle insults. If you really listen and pay attention, it's these subtle undertones. You're always in this less less than position. If you want to communicate effectively with a narcissist, you have to admire them, their achievements, and their toys as much as they do. Typically, this won't require much effort at all. They They'll be more than happy to come up with reasons to congratulate themselves. All you have to do is listen and look interested. If that's if, if that's what you need to do to tolerate it. Like if you, you know, can't find another job and you have to tolerate a narcissistic boss, you know, look interested. You have to kind of fake it, you know, until you find another job or you can escape the narcissist. If you point out to a narcissist, you know, their flaws, you'll injure them. It's like throwing a grenade on a person, you know, they, they will seek revenge and they will wreak havoc in your life. So, you know, heed my warning. If you point out flaws or point out that they've made mistakes or point out that they're less than perfect they will throw a grenade on your life and they will not stop at destroying 
your reputation, your job, they will, they will just pull out all the stops to really hurt you. Um, so be careful. Narcissism is an, is an identity, just like religion or politics. And when you argue about it, when you argue with a narcissist, you know, you have to be careful. They are the most vindictive people you'll ever meet. And if you have children and you're married to a narcissistic spouse, be careful because they will use your children as a pawn. They will turn your children against you. They will use your children as a manipulation tactic in divorce. Just be careful. And your children won't, will be oblivious to all of it. They won't understand because it's a manipulative tactic. It's a game. Narcissists love playing head games. And if you don't see it or understand it, think of it as the game of chess. And you're both on the board game. And if you don't understand what's happening, think of it as they're moving chess pieces in the game of life. It's not fair. Um, it sucks, but when you're in it and you're got, you've gotten yourself involved with a narcissist, the best thing to do is to run, get out, and go no contact. When it comes to financial situations, like if you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, never, ever, ever extend credit to a narcissist. Don't loan them money. You know, don't, you know, say, if they ask you for, hey, can I borrow 500 bucks? Don't do it. Sometimes they make promises they don't intend to keep or they merely, merely forget. Either way, you know, you can keep like a ledger in your mind, you know, and they'll say they'll pay you back. Um, they don't. I've, I've learned this myself. I've been through it. Um, they feel that they're entitled to it. So be careful. You know, they, they're also very seductive people. They have a very seductive, they lure people in. Um, it's almost like a trap or like a hunter. They lure you in with all these seductive approaches with it flirting or seductive They're, they have a very magnetic personality very flirtatious very sexual energy um, they lure that's the best word I can use and you think wow I'm like this feels so great but it, they're, they're luring you in because they want something they want something that you have it may be your car it may be money it may be you know, they want you to buy things for them. There's always a motive. And you have to figure out what it is they want. One question to ask them when they start acting out or when you realize that, you know, you're onto them, ask them this question. What would people think? What would people think 
because narcissists don't feel shame or guilt or empathy. They do not experience those typical emotions of a normal human being. You know, the average normal human being that's mentally healthy experiences guilt, like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad, or I'm really sorry, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Like, a normal person feels guilt and shame, and and they have empathy for people. A narcissist, they don't have any of those emotions. They don't feel empathy, they don't care, they don't feel guilty, they don't feel shame, and because they're all about appearances, and they worry about what other people think of them, if you say to them, what would people think if they found out X, Y, Z? If you say that line to them, what would people think? That makes them stop. That gives them pause. Narcissists are not stupid. They just don't think the same as the the average person. Narcissists are much more likely to act on ideas that they think they thought up themselves. Think about that too. Again, we all have a little bit of narcissistic tendencies, but there are some people that are so damaged and so destructive and so greedy the problem is too overcoming narcissism is hard and it takes a long time so Okay, just to sum it up, here's how to deal with the narcissism. Narcissist. Just don't. Don't deal with them. Disconnect, detach, walk away, end the relationship, get a new job. Otherwise, they're going to wreak havoc in your life. You know, you either have to tolerate your boss if they have power over you, or if it's your mother, you have to tolerate the abuse from the mother. You know, when you're 18, you can move out, you can go away to college, you can get your own apartment. That's the only solution. Know what you want, you know, and don't tolerate it because there is a form of abuse. Ask the person that you find or suspect as a narcissist, ask them what would people think. Protect yourself and be safe. Life is too short. Good luck.